Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2892, Knowing Your Shame Triggers Will Set You Free, by Erica Lane of ericalane.co. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, hoping to help both you and me find a little more happiness, inspiration, and motivation in our days. So with that, let's get right to our next article and continue optimizing your life. Knowing Your Shame Triggers Will Set You Free by Erica Lane of ericalane.co. I vaguely remember signing the permission slip, a paper and pen shoved into my hands amid the morning hustle. A couple of weeks later, my son woke up at 7 a.m. just like my kids do every weekday and told me with a smile in his eyes that he was staying home. He was job shadowing me. The memory of a permission slip flashed in front of my eyes. I had agreed to this? Oh, right, I had agreed to this. My son was staying home to watch me work. My heart dropped to my stomach as I realized that I had appointments out of the house that day that weren't related to my work. Of the seven hours that my kids are typically at school, I'd be gone for almost five of them. It wasn't gonna be the day my son had imagined. After the other kids left for school, he sat next to me at my desk for a while before I left. I showed him some of what I do online and answered 20 interview-style questions about my career, which he recorded on a worksheet. But then, I had to go. This particular kid is our middle kid. He's easygoing and doesn't ask for a lot. He's also very tender-hearted, although he often tries to cover it up. I tend to worry that he pushes his feelings down, but he's storing more than he speaks. As I drove away from the house, I felt like I was swimming in guilt. Logically, I knew he was okay in that moment. He literally told me he'd be just fine hanging out with the dog and working on his report. I promised I'd FaceTime him a while I was out and that I'd record a podcast episode later that afternoon so he could watch. But oh my goodness, I could not shake the guilt. So while I drove, I tried to identify the sentences in my brain that were causing the guilt and shame, and I found them. The first was, he asks for so little, and I couldn't even manage this. The second, 
If you'd gotten this on the calendar, you wouldn't be in this situation. And third, which came quickly behind it, was, why are you so spacey? You always miss stuff. That day's job shadowing situation just happened to hit on one of my shame triggers that I'm not great with details. Knowing your shame triggers will set you free. Do you know your shame triggers? Brene Brown defines shame as the intensely painful experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. But I just like to think of shame triggers as the things that hit a tender place and are hard to shake. One reason I recognized it the other day is that I just couldn't let it go. Usually when I feel a ping of guilt or shame, I can pretty easily see where it's coming from and remind myself that I'm okay, that I'm doing the best I can from moment to moment and that it's enough. But the other day, I could see where the shame was coming from, but nothing I told myself helped me release it. It had taken up residence in my body and I knew there would be no outthinking it. That shame wanted to be felt, to be processed on its own timeline, not on mine. But because I understood it, oh, this is hitting my I'm spacey trigger, I could make room for it. I could drop my resistance and trust that the shame would move through me when it was ready. Because I could see it, it wasn't as scary. Do you think of yourself as any of these? Unorganized, forgetful, indecisive, too loud, too quiet, uninteresting, introverted, too small physically or metaphorically, too large physically or metaphorically, inflexible, not easygoing enough, selfish, underqualified, a procrastinator, or a starter, not a finisher? Do any of them hit a particularly tender place for you? Those might be your shame triggers. Your shame triggers have an origin story. When I think back on my life, I can see experiences that created, or at the very least, contributed to my shame triggers. For example, the I'm so spacey trigger, at least twice as a newly licensed driver, I locked my keys in the car while it was running. Another time, I set my purse on top of my car and then drove away a bit later. My parents had to help me search for loose items from my purse on a freeway on-ramp, a pair of broken sunglasses here, a cracked tube of lip gloss there. In my adult life, I've forgotten to put important things on our family calendar. I've ruined clothes because I didn't pay attention to washing instructions, and I've forgotten to call people when I said I would. Over time, these experiences and the usually well-meaning criticism I've gotten from the people in my life have built up my story that I struggle with details. Now that I know more and can zoom out from those experiences, I can see that most of the time, things worked out just fine. I can see that the feedback I received from my parents, husband, or friends taught me how they preferred to do life, not how I need to do mine. But is the shame even necessary? I internalized some shoulds that weren't moral. They weren't good or bad or right or wrong. Honestly, they were just preference. On top of that, I internalized some beliefs about myself that weren't necessarily true, at least not in any provable sort of way. I mean, I forget some details, sure, but doesn't everybody? And I managed to keep track of a lot of other details. Seeing all of this is helping me slowly strip away the shame over what I've always thought of as my weaknesses. What to do the next time you're triggered. So the next time you're triggered, the next time something hits a tender place for you, what can you do? 
But I suggest, number one, identify the belief you have about yourself that's causing the shame. To find it, it may help to use the phrases, I'm too blank, or I'm not blank enough. And number two, ask yourself these questions. How did I pick up this belief? Is it even true, as in irrefutably true? What evidence can I find for it not being true? And do I wanna keep giving it so much weight? I believe these questions will help you gradually detach from self-beliefs that aren't serving you. And in the meantime, the shame that takes up residence in your body won't be so threatening because you understand it. Knowing your shame triggers will set you free. You just listened to the post titled Knowing Your Shame Triggers Will Set You Free by Erica Lane of ericalane.co. Thank you to Erica. Even though it was at the end of the post, this is one of those that does have a takeaway and something to remember as we go about our day or week or month even. So I'm gonna repeat these steps she suggested. Identifying our shame triggers can be tough after all. I think they're tricky to detect. So trying her ideas are a great start. So she said to help you find the belief that could be causing you shame, use the phrases, I'm too blank or... I'm not blank enough. And really think about that. What comes to mind for you? It can definitely help to write it out. And for anything that does come up, take it a little bit deeper and see if you can figure out where you picked this belief up from. What distant memories come to mind? How old were you at that time? And she suggests questioning if it's irrefutably true. Like, is it true all the time? Just answering these questions might help you detach from them And of course, as usual, a professional's help might make a big difference for you, but again, this is a good place to start. So see what comes up for you. Hopefully it helps. Thank you for being here and listening along with me. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.